0: The Jewish monarch, an individual who is invested with the full powers of royalty. He really sits at the top of the food chain, of the hierarchy of the Jewish society. And we have a commandment here. In Parsha Shaiftim, beginning of the second Aliyah, Kisavu, Kisavu El Haaretz, Asher, Hashem no. Nosein Lach, when we will finally conquer the land and divide it up, set up the commonwealth, that Hashem gives to us, when the people will then say, hey, we want a king. Like all of the other nations that surround us, they have a king, we want a king. So the Pazik tells us, well, if that in fact is what you want, an emissary, that may at times be an unnecessary conduit between the Jewish people and Hashem, for perhaps it's better in a perfect society just to turn straight to the Almighty, for he is our eternal king. But now that you want a king, som Tosim Alecha Melech, thou art surely to set a king over thee. Hashem Hashem Pick a Jewish person, don't pick a Gentile to rule over you. He is not your brother. And here, some extra halachos that a person of this stature must abide by. These are halachos, not for all of the population, but just for the melech. Make sure that he not acquire for himself too many horses. Don't go back. Don't make the people. It seems like from the psukim, return to the ways of the amassing of wealth and power like the Egyptians. Forget this old path. This is a new commonwealth, a new life, a new society. And therefore a king. Set the good example. And protect yourself. Do not have too many horses. Further, another prohibition. Not too many wives. Do not just start amassing such great wealth. That is the ultimate evil. And also, a prohibition not to have too many wives. This definitely was an Achilles heel for even one of the most holy Jewish monarchs ever. And... Even with the right intentions, too many wives, was something violated that ended up ending the rulership of this one monarch? Allah, be careful. Do not have too many women. Another love, another prohibition. Because of Loes, Mishneh HaTorah Hazos. Make sure that you have a separate, safer Torah. I'll say him, make sure it's like this pocket-sized, travel size Torah. Something that will always keep the melech focused on what his job and role is. He should make sure to read it, to learn it. And the vilti rum lavovo that he not become haughty. Meachavu, the vilti, even haughty, more haughty than his to rule himself over and his heart over his brethren, or God forbid, sermon on mitzvah, smol, to go off the path left or right. It's interesting to note, actually, that Rambam finds the prohibition of haughtiness for all Jewish people from the comparison from this pasuk to a king, that you cannot be rum Lavovo, cannot be a Balgaiva, feel too self-centered, self-absorbed. But when you ex- really get into the depth of What it is that these prohibitions represent to the melech, the hindering, the being mitzamsim, the being very exacting in his social life with his money and his possessions and his conjugal relationships. Think that this is part of his greatness. This is what his life is, and therefore, make sure, at your level, see to it that these special mitzvos are kept. We don't have the same mitzvos that he has. These are, in fact, just for the melech. You're so holy, so here, make sure to do this. Don't do this. And then you find Rabbi Rechel is really stark, starkly different approach to the topic with many different sukkim proving this point. He really flips the entire topic on its head, shows us what the melech is really about, gives us an approach that we should be taking in our lives. And perhaps we will be zochet to finish it off with a piece of chachma from the great Rabbi Yitzchak Berkowitz that will help us in our mindset during the days of Elul. See, the truth Rabbi Rucham says is that you'll find that everything that's going on in the Torah about the melech are not based on his milos. They're not based on why he's so great, but in fact, the vikara by kol yamav make sure that you specifically not become haughty because of your position of power. They're really all about his chesronos, his shortcomings. Because of who you are, be careful not to be haughty. Because of who you are, be careful not to start amassing wealth. All the different specific. Pitfalls, chisronos, shortcomings that a melech may feel trapped by. We have a whole new way of looking at the topic, a new novel idea from the great mashkiach, that even though all of these prohibitions for the king are truthfully given because of his genuso, they're given, kind of, it's embarrassing. This is where the king may fall prey to certain prohibited actions, protecting against them, l'shamro mikilkel, protecting from haughtiness, protecting from indulging in certain pleasures, and protecting from the amassing of wealth, the surmeirah, the refraining from evil, Zehu, that is exactly his milah. The melech is someone that the chesronos and the staying away from them are his milos. Truthfully, at every single individual role that we may play in our lives, everyone has certain milos. And we may look at them and say, this is my greatness. And we have to develop them, and that's true. But really, with this approach, we're able to see that the proper way to develop a milo the way that the Torah speaks about developing your opportunities and your unique kohos, unique or potential, is by way of setting up safeguards around them, protecting from impending doom and disaster. It comes to mind, someone who's working on a large project, a huge undertaking, is meeting problem after problem. And he said, you know what? It seems that Just the problem solving, even though I don't feel like I'm developing anything, is bringing this entity into fruition. It's making me matzliach. It feels like that's a good explanation of this idea. The melech is told, these are your chesronos. You could become haughty and therefore protect against that. And when you protect against it, that is the milah of the king. He walks with a safer Torah always to protect against a shortcoming of perhaps him falling prey to haughtiness. Make sure not to have too much money, not to have too many wives. Protectors of that is the developing of your kochos. Truthfully, the Memches, Kenyonim, Sha'atoyer, and Niknes, Bohem, the 48 paths to wisdom for all of us, these are described by Rashi as to be the Milos. But further examination of many of the different approaches are actually protecting against forgetting Torah learning, protecting from certain ways that you will mess up in your steiging and the protection, protection against any sort of going off script and not maximizing how to learn and to find these 48 paths to wisdom, that is considered a Myla. It's one of the 48 gateways, one of the keys. And like Rashi said, these are the milos of how we can acquire the Torah fully. Think about it. A Kohen. What is it that are his halachos that he cannot become impure? If he should become a balkeri, impure, the on Migdash, he must run to the mikvah. He should protect himself never to go in the place of a dead body, inside of the oil of a dead body, inside of a graveyard. Protect your kedusha for the Mila that he has, the inherent intrinsic devakus in connection to Hashem, his job is not to further develop that, but it's to protect from ever squandering that Kedusha, to be shoimer mikilkel, protect from disaster, and that is Hain Hain hamilos, The Dvarima Atman. even though they don't seem like much, they're just protection from... A subtraction of your Myla, that is the development of your Myla. You can almost visualize it as if you have this big bonfire. It's blazing. And those are our Mylos. But you don't need to develop the fire further. You just need to protect that the fire stay lit. You need to make sure to build walls that the wind doesn't get to the fire and scoop out the ashes and make sure that everything is, the wood is built in the like a proper pyre. That is how you protect your milos by getting rid of the shortcomings. Perhaps we can conclude that the best asetov, the best doing of good, according to this, is the ra. It feels like the verse would read suramera, that is how you are asetov, just putting out fires, problem solving, protecting from disaster. Shamur mikilkel, hein hein hamilos. That is how you develop your each, an individual potential and role. Now, over the past couple of days, something very exciting happened in my life. I was had the opportunity to, I guess, bother or have the ear of Reb Yitzchak Berkowitz for a couple minutes. It's an Esha Torah here in Yerushalayim. I'm just going to be going back to America before the beginning of Elozman on Sunday. But to have some Mazel Tovs here, to be in the Holy Land, it's really palpable. It's exciting here. People are fired up about everything, and it has a certain spiritual potential. And you really feel the in a Hashem, that the eyes of Hashem are always on the Holy Land. The whole year they're here it's very exciting and I went over to Rabbi Yitzhak Berkowitz and he was walking out to the, his driver and I had an opportunity to ask him a couple questions of one of which I asked him. I said what should be our approach during El? And he's brilliant and he's methodical and he seems to have a grip on all of Torah and a knowledge of himself and then somehow he also somehow seemed to know me even though I never knew him until this moment and he said, you know, each person has tremendous milos, And during Elul, it seems very important that a person figure out why it is that those milos, those certain pieces of greatness that he has, aren't coming to fruition. He isn't maximizing them. Elul's a time to be Shomer Mikilkel. He said very much to the same tune of this idea. Figure out why it is that your biggest milos aren't Becoming massive bonfires of success. Protect yourself, and get rid of what's holding you back during Elo. He said it's done by thought, thinking about it for a second, a and learning about that topic, and then giving it your all to see to it that you can remove all of the dams that get inside, that get in the way. Very much it seems like this idea. Shomor mikilkel hein hein hamilos just like. The Melech. And then, I really have no sources for the following idea, but it was exciting. It came to me. It feels true. And it also, I think, further develops this topic. So hear me out. The trip to Eretz Yisrael was rather uneventful, except for in Newark Airport, there was hundreds and hundreds if not thousands of people all trying to push their way through security to make a couple different flights and there was some shouting at times and of course the TSA individuals were with their normal jolly personalities making sure that every individual take out their laptops and tablets and watches and it's kind of just a mess it's just further interesting that we have such unbelievable technology to do some of the craziest things but we still need to take off our watches and belts and tablets just so whatever anyway and then as i was getting closer to it being my turn to walk through the metal detector they stopped everything and made a person go one by one and when i tried to walk towards the metal detector when it wasn't now my turn someone else was walking towards hey it's not your turn yet and then when it finally was my turn the friendly African American fellow there reached his hand out, motioned for me to come forth, and checked me. There was the metal detector, patted me down to see why my tzitzis was showing up on the thing, and I, eventually I went on and I was thinking, you know, clearly David HaMelech or the Bal Piut, the Python, the one who authored perhaps Sanjay and Enets the davening on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur when we say the words of Kivakora Saroya Edroy that every person comes underneath Hashem's staff, like an animal going underneath the shepherd's staff. It's clearly being something f- delivered to us. It's They chose the words of the Pia to not just be that people are going to be checked by Hashem, but there's something further trying to be conveyed in the fact that there's a shepherd And we are nimshal. There's a parable here with an animal and how it was done. Perhaps it was like the Meiser ordeal. And Revolba, citing and Mengimaris, he builds the topic with these words to say because the idea is is that we try to blend into society to make many of our shortcomings okay while everyone else is doing it. Everyone else wakes up late. No one else learns exactly all the time that they're supposed to. No one else is dressing like this or doing like this. And when we blend into society, we're able to permit certain behaviors, but each person goes inside of the metal detector on Rosh Hashanah Kipper Yom Kippur by himself. Your own milos that you were given will be examined. Did you use this great attribute that you have? Did you prevent yourself from this sin which is written inside of my holy Torah? And the answer of, I'm just one in a crowd, will not work because it is one by one that we go underneath the staff, underneath the microscope, inside of the metal detector. Kevachoros, Roya Edro. And I was thinking this works as a good muscle for it. And our own, each individual melech, kingly status that we all have, that which makes us kadosh, perhaps the Avoida is to see to it why it is not going according to plan, why it's not perfect, why it's not working out so well, to figure out what's hindering us and to scoop those stumbling blocks away. To be Shomer Mikilkel Zehu Ma'aloso, protecting from disaster problem solving will help us to reach our success. And the last source, it's really something that is so important and perhaps because of its importance it's why it's not talked about so much perhaps the Yetzirah doesn't want us to talk about it and therefore it's overlooked but the Gemara tells us in Brachos that anyone who sets up a makim Tefillah a place that he davens in a shul, a set spot, this is my standard, this is my area he's like to have some fantastic things, one of which is Elikay Avraham Be'ezro the God of Hashem, the God of Avraham Avinu is uniquely helpful to you. You have them on your side, on your team, just from having a makayim tefillah. Rabbeinu Yonah explains that this is a way to see to it with proper preparation, with proper muchanness, to be in the right headspace for tefillah. And all of the different pitfalls that may happen and davening, hard enough to stay focused and concentrated, Concentrating the entire time. But coming early, mukim kivua, setting up, says Rabbeinu This is a protection from a distraction. And you are konya. you acquire, yes, the mila of Tvila. This is a mila of Tfila This is one of the great aspects of tefillah. And you have acquired it by taking the necessary precautions to prevent any sort of misstep and mishap. Protection from disaster is how we develop problem solving, removing the stumbling blocks, and preventing those dams from emerging, and removing the ones that are already there is what makes the water flow. During Elul, there are times of rutzone. you may There are times of a certain closeness to Hashem. And the great schlaw points out the famous acronym for Elul is Anila Dodi Vidodi Lee. I am to my beloved and my beloved is to me. But in order for the beloved to be to us, the schlaw tells us a very brutal reality. We must first be Anila Dodi. It is first when we initiate the relationship that we are Anila Dodi, then it is Ladodi Lee. It is then and only then. That Hashem reciprocates. We must look for him. We must must search for him. And definitely that happens at a time when Hashem is close. And that is the time of Elul. The days only get holier from here. And the keen and discerning eye of Hashem, the knower of our hearts, and the grantor of our milos and chesronos is watching. So with this idea, let us see to it that we think about why it is that we are not fully maximizing the gifts that Hashem has given to us to make the necessary steps to remove them, just like the melech has given his commandments to prevent any stumble. And if we can follow the ways of the melech in preventing our shortcomings from emerging, well then, perhaps we will be zocha to maximize our koach that Hashem gave us and turn it into poel, into kinetic, energy and we will be meritorious in judgment.